0: Hi friends, and welcome to the Be Who You Need To Be podcast, where we examine all aspects of our lives, such as family, career, and especially health. My name is Samantha Elizabeth, Founder and Coach at Samantha Elizabeth Coaching. I specialize in health coaching and helping people clean up their diets, increase their fitness, and change the way they think about themselves and the world around them so they are set on a healthier path. You're listening to Episode 5, where I talk to my mom, Diana, about being who she needs to be. We talked about her recent retirement, her relationship with God, and what she is called to do. Does retirement really lead you to be who you need to be? Listen in. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Pity me. (laughs) Thanks for being uh, a willing participant in this podcast experiment.
1: (laughs) So you had a great day today. I did have a great day. I, uh, woke up again and I'm very hey. grateful for that. I, um, as I've shared with you before, I just, uh, well, you know, I turned 64 this year and, um, I, my own immortality has set in mm. just thinking about the, the last six, 64 years, what I can remember of it mm. and how I wanted the future to be different for me. Yeah. And what does that look like? You know? And, um, I just didn't want to, uh, work at my job anymore. I needed something Mm. different for my mental health. Yeah. I've been with the County for, uh, 22 years and, um, I've worked in various, uh, departments of the County and the last two years with the sheriff's works department, which was very different than what I had ever done. Mm -hmm. But, started thinking about my life and really what I wanted out of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think the first, first thing was to retire and, yeah. um, my intentions were not to retire for another year or two, but it just came sooner. I've had a lot of friends that have retired this year and, um, that just became more of a reality me. And then I just, and I kept thinking about it and praying about it. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, once I said it out loud, then I started to make it, um, a reality. Mm-hmm. So I, um, filled out all my paperwork and I retired. Uh, I'll be three weeks this coming Friday. <laughs> wow. So what, what did that kind of feel like, you know, when you made that decision? Scary. Uh, yeah. the end, but then, like I said, once I, um, set it out loud, mm. it, uh, God gave me a a piece about it that, Mm -hmm. um, that I really, it felt good. It felt good. Right. And everything, no matter what happens, whether it be finances or time or whatever, Mm -hmm. God, God will work it all out for me.
0: Yeah. That's great. So what, um, was working for the county, something that you wanted to do? And if you could do it all over
1: again, would you have done something different? Um, I, uh, honestly, let's see how long has it been 30 years ago, I had moved from Massachusetts where you and your sister were born and, um, um, circumstances, my life circumstance changed and mm. I thought I would have a better, uh, chance at, um, raising you by myself with the support of my family and move back out here to California, Yeah, which was a big culture shock mm. and, uh, I live with uh, my brother Darren and his wife. They just bought a home not too long before we moved out there and we stayed with them for two months. And then I moved in with another friend, as you remember, and rented a couple of rooms. Well, then meanwhile, um, I got the job at the feed store and Mm -hmm. met your dad and um, the rest is history at this point. Yeah, I'm going to. History.
0: Yeah. <laughs> New history, retirement yeah. now. So what has it been like so
1: far in retirement? Um, kind of a uh, uh, whirlwind. Um, we went on, Suit. So I retired. The next day I flew out to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, that following Sunday, we picked up your sister at the airport. And the following day we got on the ship, the carnival. <laughs> and we sailed to Cozumel, Mexico. Yeah. Had a wonderful, wonderful time. We sure did. (laughs) I hate to say it probably was my favorite vacation ever. (laughs) It, it, it was mine. It was, um, it was, I was, I was having fun and I was, could be myself Mm. with, with my friends, Yeah, you know, with my friends, there was, uh, I had no expectations and just had the best time. Yeah. It was very back on it. It seems very surreal. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And well, I, I go ahead. I was going to say the three, uh, three musketeers, if you will, you know, the three of us, you know, we had been through a lot together, um, for absolutely. sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was, um, you know, a, obviously a pivotal time of, um, me and Terrace's life. And I know we touched upon it in our podcast a little bit, but you know, that whole time, um, you know, that we were together, you know, really brought us really close together. And it kind of just felt like we had a tinge of that, you know, again, you know, of the change, you know, in our lives, you know, at that time and just being together, you know, again, and, mm-hmm. um, just kind of sitting back and not having to worry about a lot of different things. And, or um, mm-hmm. we can just actually, you know, sit back and, um, kick up our feet, drink in our hands, you know, <laughs> that was great. Um, probably encourage anybody to do a vacation like that, where they don't really have to worry about a lot of things. And, you know, being on a cruise boat out in the middle of the ocean, there's not a lot of worries, right. <laughs> Except for what am I going to eat for dinner? Wow, well, dinner <laughs> it. <laughs> it
1: definitely was probably one of the biggest gifts from God. Yeah. To be able to reconnect in, in that way. I mean, a lot has changed over the the last, you know, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, uh, we've uh, gone through our ups and downs as a parent and child and how mm-hmm. we're, I'm the parent to two adult women yep. who have their own families and um, children and their own unique set of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, it's been, uh, an evolving, uh, change in our relationship.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, We're in a real good spot and I feel like we're just going to, um, move forward into a, a different season of our life. That's yeah. going to be wonderful. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Terrace and I are definitely grown up and, you know, have children of our own and, you know, it's kind of, you know, in turn, um, now we're the, the mothers, right? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> like you were a mother to us. So you mentioned, you know, God, um, you know, a couple of times, what is your relationship like with God?
1: Oh, you know, I can remember from the time I was probably in grade school that, uh, I used to go to church with my grandmother, the Catholic church Mm. in San Francisco. And it was a couple of blocks from our house. And I just remember, uh, going to church with her and they would speak in Latin. So I didn't even understand. Oh, wow. that I always felt, uh, God was a very, uh, pivotal part, if not all my life. And, um, uh, I've gone down many paths since I knew him as a child.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, I always felt him, uh, reigning me back in. It's hard. It. I, I don't have the words to articulate it, but I can totally relate to the fact when, um, men and women that go into the ministry and they uh, say God had this calling on their life. I can totally, totally relate to that. Mm -hmm. And I felt like God has always had a calling on my life, but I've had gone down many paths to, um, to find him. Mm. Well, he was always there. Yeah. Just um, it's like, I never open the right door. That's a, you know, going down all these paths or hallways. And I was mm-hmm. opening the, where are you, where are you? And I want to say in about, uh, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I can, I can't tell you what the circumstance was, but I remember being in my bedroom and just sobbing and crying out to God and telling him I'm, I'm, I'm here and I'm, I'm willing to submit. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was a big change in my life. Yeah. I was willing to submit to him in all the ways that he wants me to go. Yeah. And things started changing for us. Wasn't always easy. Yeah. But things started changing for us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And for me, for my my heart. I uh it's it seems like um he just turned me around and gave me so much grace and mercy. Mm. on my life. Yeah. And it's given me this chance again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So what has that been kind of like for you? You said you were, you know, going down all these halls and everything and kind of looking, you know, for him, you know, what was that, you know, kind of like to, to realize that maybe he was always there,
1: you know, for you. He was always there. I just, um, couldn't feel him. Mm. Uh, it's probably because of, uh, my own stubbornness. Mm. That's, that's, I can be very stubborn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you know that. <laughs> but, um, I needed to humble myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know, you know, one of the things we talked about is, you know, when you wake up in the morning, um, you want to say what you, what you
1: do, your ritual in the morning. Oh the one thing I, I was looking forward to about retirement was being able to wake up during the, during the, uh, the next day. Mm-hmm. And I would have to start my day and get ready for work. And I had a real big schedule. I would get up and I would spend an hour reading and cause I enjoy reading. And then I would work out for an hour and then I would um, take a shower. So I was getting up at two o'clock in the morning to leave the house by six o'clock and, start my day at work at seven o'clock and um, I could have left later, but I get anxious about being late for work. I have a really good work ethic and um, I just always felt being on time was actually being at work, you know, 15 to 20 minutes early. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I, I always viewed it. Yeah. I could understand how somebody could just walk in one minute before work, their work, scheduled work time and begin their day, that would make me extremely anxious. Yeah. And, um, so the one thing I was looking forward to is waking up and opening my eyes and realizing I can, I have the luxury to stay in bed. Hmm. First of all, I have to set an alarm clock. I am gonna wake up whenever my body wakes up, which still hmm. seems to be about three or four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I haven't yeah. worked up later, but Thanking him for being on this earth one more day and asking him, how does he want me conduct my day? Mm-hmm. You know, am I to go visit somebody? Am I to um go help dad um at work? Am I to stay home and take care of my own home? Um he was he was gonna plan my schedule from now on, not me. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna have to listen very intently. Yeah. I could- change from day to day, mm-hmm. but right now I just feel like he wants me to chill. Okay. <laughs> what, is well, like <laughs> what is that like then? What is that like? Is that kind of like, are you sure you don't want me to do anything today? <laughs> um, it's, it's been, um, it's been kind of hard because I, um, have a tendency to go, 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 go. And I feel that I have to have, um, some kind of purpose, but I think the purpose right now is to chill and mm-hmm. just take it all in and, yeah. uh, rejoice in the gift he has given me because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, before I made the decision to retire inside my head, I just cry out to him, please change my, uh, situation. I really, I really need to do something different. Mm-hmm. I felt such a, um, a draw. hmm and um work um from the time I uh left for work in the morning till I got home, we're talking 10 hours. Yeah. And um I just felt there was just so much more to life than this. Yeah. And one of the things that I really feel uh that is necessary to take care of is relationships. Mm-hmm. Um I love people. I love all kinds of people. I love all, you know, whatever your background is. Um, I just love people. I'm very interested in knowing where you have come from, mm. what your childhood was like, mm-hmm. what, have you, what lessons have you taken away? I just, I just love, uh, my favorite thing is to look at people's, uh, photo albums mm-hmm. and, um, Who's this person? And I look at the body language that's in the. Uh, I'm I'm not a body language expert by no means, but I'm very fascinated um, how people present themselves in those pictures and and what are the stories that are during that time. You know, yeah. weddings, births, you know, vacations, and mm-hmm. what we're and you know that that's what interests me. Yeah, is people.
0: That's good. Well, I mean that, so, you know, retired, um, and you know, you're interested in people. So what do you think your calling is?
2: Oh,
1: I think, um, I'm thinking about my family a lot, my siblings. Mm. I miss them, but I guess it's not meant to be right now. So, (laughs) so one of the things that I've, uh, I've really been drawn to do is the Sacramento Sheriff's uh, chaplaincy program. I had started the training. Yeah. I want to say maybe three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have a real empathy for people, especially when they're going through struggles. Yeah. It's almost like I can, I'm not, I haven't walked in their shoes or I can feel their pain, but I just feel that uh, in, in, in a moment I, I can, I can feel that Mm -hmm. and comfort to them, even if it's just hugging them. Yeah.
0: That's great. I mean, that's, you know, definitely something, um, you know, that a lot of people can't do, you know, is, you know, try to put themselves, you know, in somebody else's shoes and, you know, getting on their level and everything. So, you know, is that something that you would like to do in retirement now?
1: Yes. I have, uh, looked into that and, um, just waiting for the right moment for God to tell me to go do that. It's not now. I thought it was, I have to share something with you. I went and saw the movie, um, uh, respect with Jennifer Hudson the other day. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and it's about the Aretha Franklin story. And I knew nothing about Aretha's background. Um, just uh, blew my mind. She had two children by the time she was 15 years old. She, or 14 years old, excuse me. She had a baby at 12. Wow. two months before her 13th birthday. And then she had the second one by the time she was 14. She had a really hard life, um, a hard marriage. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, uh, the movie about her life showed her as an alcoholic and then she reached her breaking point. Well, meanwhile, her mom had passed away when she was little and Mm -hmm. that just, for her, up, her parents were separated. Her dad was actually a Baptist, um, print creature. Oh, wow. And mom had left and she ended up dying. And I, I want to say she was probably nine, eight, nine, ten, 10, something like that. Yeah. This is according to the movie, I don't know for a fact. Mm-hmm. So later on in the, in the movie, it shows her, um, her, she's an alcoholic And it shows her a scene where she comes to her breaking point and her mother shows up in the scene Mm. and she shows her cradling her daughter and taking a bottle of uh, liquor out of her hands. And I just started sobbing Mm. because I saw that as a reflection, not just of Jennifer Hudson's situation, but of the world, Mm. all the people that have, uh, past and are here that are going to come all the pain we've all had pain and I just just saw that representation of that Mm. and um oh man it it tore me up yeah it It sounds very powerful
0: you know and it's powerful to get you know that message you know from that time in the movie too
1: it was very very moving for me Mm. sounds like it wow it's very Dad, yeah. I'm sorry. Dad was kind of, uh, he said, wow, that movie really did that scene really did something for you. Cause you like cried for an hour after that. Oh, oh, no. It really, it really, it really
0: got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so that's what you got from it is that, you know, just, you know, thinking about all the pain, you know, in the world, you know, that, um, you know, of the present and what's to come and, you know, anything, does mm-hmm. it make you feel maybe compelled
1: to Hopefully, heal that. Oh, most definitely. You know, there's. Um, I'm working on my active listening skills, which are really important. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I mean not that that you weren't listening or anything, but you know about the the different types of listening, um, which is know,
1: very interesting. Yeah. Uh, As we went through that last week when I was uh, spent the week with you, Mm -hmm. um, that conversation we had for two hours really kind of rocked my world. Wow. Yeah. I I took a lot I I took a lot away from it Mm -hmm. and uh, I just, I ever so want to be present for people.
0: Yeah.
1: Whether it be a fleeting moment with somebody in the grocery store Mm -hmm. relationship, I want I, I feel such a calling to, to be pre- present for people. Mm-hmm. Well, what does I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Point.
0: Oh, I mean, you know, maybe more prayer is needed, you know, to figure out like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You
2: know,
0: That's good. So what does being
1: who you need to be mean for you? Oh, that is something I'm working on as okay. you know my husband, your father is a pastor of a local church here. Mm -hmm. And um, there's, I have this, when he got into the ministry and I saw that where, which he's headed, I was uh, so proud of him because he's had a calling on his life since he was a little boy. Mm -hmm. But a minute I went, whoa, 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 me, I'm going to be the pastor's wife. And then of course I looked at, what does that, what does that look like? What does yeah. that look like? You know, Um, do I have to wear a polyester two-piece suit to church? And <laughs> you no. Know, and, um, uh, I, I always have to speak in a heavenly language, you know, all this stuff. And then I, I got to thinking, I cried out to God. I go, I can't be this. I, why me? He goes, why not you?
2: He mm.
1: said, why not you? Yeah. And I, uh, I'm trying to figure that out for myself. I'm trying to not be, I'm trying to be make my, I'm trying to be approachable. And the thing is, is I want people to approach me for me, not mm. who what my position is or anything. I just, I want them to be able to approach me and be able to know that, um, I'm going to be there for them. Mm and present and I'm going to and I'm going to be there in in a profound way. Yeah. If it goes if it means going and mowing their lawn because they've hurt themselves and they can't do that or go to the grocery store or hold their head in my lap while they sigh sob then that's what it's going to be. Yeah. That's what I that's where I see myself.
0: Okay. So you think um maybe uh, being a chaplain would help, you know, and get
1: you there. Absolutely. Absolutely. they they can offer me a lot of training that I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, that's amazing, mom. And congratulations on retiring. That is a big step in your life. And I know it's a really hard one, you know, as well. And mm-hmm. for people that are considering retiring, <laughs> you know, or looking forward to it, you know, too. Mm-hmm you know, it, it's great, you know, because I know that you're still you know, figuring it out, but, you know, you certainly know the direction that you want to go. You just don't know exactly what the destination is going to look like, you know, quite yet, but I think that's wonderful. And, you know, um, as God said to you, chill, you know, for now, right. <laughs> yeah. And enjoy it um, for, for certain. So wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and, you know, thanks for, uh, you know, telling us your story. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for having me and thinking my story is interesting enough to share with the world. <laughs> like I said, I know you have 64 years of stories that I'm sure a lot of people would love to hear, you know, and learn about you because there's other people like you out there that also probably like look at a picture of you and go, hmm, I wonder about that lady. wonder what her story <laughs> is. wonder what her background is, right?
1: A lot of, a lot of my stories are going to include my grandchildren now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate, review, and share with your friends. Thank you for listening. I hope that you're walking away with some ways that you can live your best life and being who you need to be. If you would like to work with me, head on over to com to learn more about me and my coaching services. Until next time.